strange stories of peculiar people and extraordinary events throughout history. This is Notorious Narratives. Welcome to Notorious Narratives. I'm Robin. I'm Jen. And today we are going to talk about the city of Petra. Okay, so Petra got its name from a feminine Greek word, Petros, which means rocks. Its other name is also Al-Batra in Arabic, but Petra is its most popular name. So Petra is the one that's like, the one that looks like the bank, and it's carved mm-hmm. into like the canyon? Yes. Petra is what, if, if no one knows about it, I'm sure you've seen it. Is this the one in Jordan? It's yes. in Jordan? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's been in movies like Indiana Jones and Alaska Crusade, in Transformers, in Arabian Nights, in Sinbad, and I Have the Tiger, and a whole bunch of movies, as well as video games. It was in um, Legos, Indiana Jones, and a whole other stuff, too. So also known as the Rose City, Petra is a honeycomb of hand-cut caves, temples, and tombs that are carved from blush pink sandstone in the high desert of southern Jordan. Blush pink sandstone. Makes it sound like a nice wine. Mm -hmm. So hidden because of the shifting sands, Mother Nature, and time, Petra tells us the story of a hidden civilization. Petra is believed to have been settled as early as 9,000 B.C. and may have been constructed around 312 B.C. as the capital city of the Nabataean Kingdom. Hmm. Nabataean. All right. I don't know who that no is. No one knows. It's just, I, I looked it up. It's just, it, and it's known as the people that lived in Petra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Nabataeans, you know, the people yeah. who lived in Petra. But who were they? They lived in Petra. Well, they were nomadic Arabs who invested in Petra's area to the trade routes by making it a major regional trading hub. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've rather heard that somewhere mm-hmm. that it was like they were like, hey, man, like this is like right in the center of this like major trade route. So mm-hmm. like let's just set up shop right here. Absolutely. All right. Petra was also known as Rakhmu to the Nabataeans and grew into a very prominent city. They linked camel caravans between the Mediterranean and Arabian seas from Egypt, Syria, and to further to Greece. Control of water sources and the magic ability to vanish into the cleft rocks ensured that the Nabataeans remained unconquered for centuries. They just, like, vanish? Into yeah, the they're like, oh, someone's coming, and just hide away. Is it like that, like, like trick turtles in you, a shell? Or like that trick with, like, the blanket that you hold <laughs> the it up dog the <laughs> Exactly. So the Romans arrived around 63 BC, signaling a new era of massive expansion and construction, such as a theater that sat more than 6,000 people, as well as some of the city's most impressive facades. Petra's engineering phenomena are legion, including the sophisticated water system that supported about 30,000 people. So cool. And you think about like that, that's like so long ago. I know. And... I have some really cool stuff to talk about later. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but... I, don't get ahead of yourself. I'm like, oh, I want to leave one else, but it's my way. I'm still stuck on them vanishing into, like, into oh, the yeah, caves. Yeah, like, now you see me, now you don't. Oh, well, like, check you. And then, like, what were the... What are the little people in Star Wars? Like, the black faces <laughs> and the... You know, the yellow eyes. Oh. Oh, the, the, des- the desert people. In the desert, yeah. That's all I know them as the desert people. Tusken Raiders. The Tusken Raiders. I'm sorry for all you Star Wars fans. I am a Star Wars fan, but I, I'm not I, that good of a Star Wars yeah, fan. I don't know. I don't know the full name. I feel like I'm like they also didn't really have yellow eyes. They had like goggles on. Oh, less formally referred to as Sand People. Okay, so I was close. Tusken Raiders, Sand People, 
That's what I think of when you talk about people vanishing into the sandstone cliffs. So Christianity came to Petra in the 3rd and 4th centuries and flourished, but the city decreased after double earthquakes in 336 AD, an early Islamic period. It has a 6 AD marble pulpit from the Byzantine church called the Blue Chapel. The city sat empty and in near ruin for centuries until it was rediscovered by a Swiss explorer named Johann Burkhardt in 1812 as he disguised himself in proper attire and infiltrated the mysterious location. Nice. He went a little covert, a little yeah. undercover. Hi, everybody. I'm Katie Segal. And I'm Kurt Sutter. And welcome to our new podcast called Pi, People, Influences, and Experiences. Yes, it's sort of the uh, get to know you at a deeper level, the who, what, when, where, and why you are rather than what it is you do. Absolutely. We're not going to talk too much about what people do. We just want to know about their families, where they come from, you know, what shapes their parenting if they have kids, what shapes their marriages if they're married. We just want to be really nosy. We want to get in there. A deep dive into nature and nurture. And we started it because there are a lot of people that we don't know that we are curious about. Right. And I have no friends, so for me, it's... You know, try like, to get them out of the house. Listen to it on whatever you listen to <laughs> podcasts on. Yeah, podcast your, homecasts. Your, 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 your podcasting apparatus. Watch it on the YouTube. He's aging himself. Archaeologists have explored less than half of the site, and in 2016, with the help of technology and a satellite imagery, a monumental structure was found still buried beneath centuries of sand. Only 15% of Petra has been explored by archaeologists. What? The rest remains to be discovered. No way. No way. Fun fact. Oh, my God. So, like, all of those pictures you see of that, all those beautiful buildings, that's only 15%? Mm-hmm. Holy yep. shit. So Petra has been a UNESCO World Heritage Site since 1985 and was described as one of the most precious cultural properties of man's cultural heritage. Agreed. In 2007, it was voted as one of the new seven wonders of the world. Yes, that I remember. Also, the UNESCO heritage sites, you know what else was one of those? Hmm. Easter Island. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently we're learning all about the UNESCO Mm -hmm. heritage sites. Petra is a symbol of Jordan, as well as Jordan's most visited tourist attraction. Tourism peaked in 2010, reaching one million people. Right now, it's saying it's about seven million a year. Yeah, like I looked up flights one time to see if we could go. I was like, can we <laughs> just run away to Jordan? It's about a three-hour trip here, and then you have to jump on a camel for an hour because there's no there's no automobiles allowed in the area. Yeah, but they make it happen. I know, I know, they but make it's, it happen. It's their tourist attraction. They make it happen. I mean, if you're gonna go, plan a two-week vacation and at least two days riding camel back to get to Petra. I don't think I could ride a camel back. I don't think my hip <laughs> could take it. So excavations have demonstrated that it was the ability of the Nabataeans to control the water supply that led to the rise of the desert city, which created the ultimate oasis by providing luscious greenery. I mean, yeah, because like if you control the water and the trade route, mm-hmm. like you just own you yep. own everything. The area was also visited by flash floods, and the archaeological proof shows that they were control that they controlled these floods with the use of these dams and water conduits. Huh. They were very, very intelligent for their time. Yeah, sounds like it. 
In ancient times, Petra might have been approached by the south on a track leading across the plain around Jabal Haruns, the location of the tomb of Aaron, said to be the burial place of Aaron, who was the brother of Moses. A white dome crowns a 13th century shrine of Aaron atop of the Jabal Haran, the highest point in Petra. An Egyptian sultan had made the monument built to commemorate the death of Aaron, which, according to tradition, died in this spot. Huh. So Moses' brothers lived in Petra? Yeah, and apparently this he died. Bananas. At, apparently he died in that mountain and a giant. And they built a giant white dome. Dome? The highest peak what in the Petra. Hell, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this is a lot <clears> more. <throat> I just thought it was like, I thought they had a really cool library and a really cool bank. <laughs> That's like, I mean, from what I know, it just looked like there were a couple of really cool buildings. Yeah, well, if you see, if you ever look up the, you know, if you Google Petra Jordan, the first picture that pops up is the most common picture that people see. It's in cinema and all that everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's the, the facade that has the columns in front and the small archway. Right. And that's actually, it's called the treasury. And it is the most. The treasury. It not is the, the most, bank, but the treasury. Look, very right, close. Right, right. It's not even a treasury to begin with. It was just, it's just a, a oh. tomb. But they called it the treasury. Oh. And, um, but it is the most popular building that they found. But also. Like I said, only fifteen percent of but the, the treasury city building's was. not a treasury. No, it's not a bank. Mm-mm. What the hell? I don't know. I, I tried to look it up. I think that maybe the word treasury got kind of bundled with the different types of um, like something lost in translation. Yeah. All right. Huh. So the first European to describe Petra was the Swiss explorer that I talked before, Johann Burckhardt, during his travels, and referred to the city as the Lost City. Also, a Scottish painter named David Roberts visited Petra in 1839 and returned to England with sketches and stories of the encounter with the local tribes. So Petra was a city of traders and hence was commercially vibrant and was once the house of many treasures. Because the structures were weakened with age, they became vulnerable to thieves and so many of the treasures were stolen. In 1929, a four-person team consisting of a British archaeologists named Agnes Conway and George Horsfield a Palestinian physician and folklore expert named Dr. Tafig Kanan, and a Danish scholar named Dr. Detlef Nielsen, excavated and surveyed the land. This is a biblical site where it is said that King Aretas ordered the arrest of the Apostle Paul, where Petra is referred to as Sila in the Bible. In biblical times, part of the country where Petra lies was assigned to the Hortis. Hortis? I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it correctly. So biblical references refer to Petra as the cleft in the rock, but it seems that this was in regards to Petra's entrance. In order to enter Petra, one has to pass through a small canyon of about 0.7 miles and is bound by tall cliffs about 260 feet tall called the Alsic. And this was that large gorge I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. And like that's you always see like when you see like this on TV about like people going to Petra, you always see them walking through through the canyon Mm -hmm. and it just looks like you just want to touch the rock. It looks so soft and smooth. And that's uh, a lot from the erosion from the Dead Sea, the salt. Yeah. The winds bringing the Dead Sea salt is just slowly scra- like scraping at the pores of all this rock. So, like, how creepy was it that I was like, I just want to touch it. It's so smooth. Not creepy. Because I just was like, felt, Ooh, I felt nice. like such a creep. Like, I just was like. If I you can see her s- hand gestures, you would think that she's a little creepy right now. But... Rub my hand on it. <laughs> all right, like, enough. This like is... a bottom. Like, just rub it on no, a no smooth one can see bottom. You. No one can see you. I know nobody can see me, but you can. <laughs> this, is, this is for you, Robin. Anyway. <laughs> me gesturing about rubbing the smooth <clears throat> bottom so of So during rock. historical times, 
the wall of Petra would have provided a safe haven for its inhabitants as the steep cliffs helped to defend them from the attackers. Petra is an enormous city of tombs, monuments, and sacred structures and has about 800 carved tombs and has about 800 carved tombs, which is why it is denoted as the Royal Tombs. Is that 800 that are already excavated or is that like 800 that they know from historic documents? Historic documents. Okay. Not all 800 have been excavated yet. Okay. Gotcha. There's evidence of 800 because they do the technology satellite. The the, LIDAR. Yeah. So they see all the, yeah. But only 15% so far has been done. They're huge. I'm like, and no one really knew about it and since like, until like 1812, but still, no one's really going to go there with the technology then. One little brush and maybe a lantern. You have a one brush, <laughs> one lantern. Excavate a building. Good so, luck. So uh, European studies found that the Nabataeans built the city to track the, ast- the astronomical movements of the sun and also built an altar on top of their houses. Most of Petra was made in three different periods. The Edomites, which was the 18th century to the, I'm sorry, to 18th to 2nd century BC, the Nabataeans, 2nd century BC to 106 BC, and the Romans from 106 BC to 395 BC. But the remains left are mainly from the Nabataeans period. Continuous salt blowing from the Dead Sea, as I said before, is solidifying the pores of the sandstone and slowly weakening the structures. Oh, so you actually knew about that. I did. When I, when I was talking about rubbing the bottom of the... <laughs> so with all of the threats, including erosion and damage to the water drainage, improper restoration of ancient structures, and unsustainable tourism, the site is still in danger of collapse. The site is gaining more tourism since it was marked as a new wonder of the world. And so in order to keep the structures sound and prevent the damages from getting worse... The Petra Natural Trust of P or PNT was established in 1989. It has worked with numerous local and international organizations and projects that promote the protection and preservation of the city. So as I was reading about this, my first thought was, just like everything, is how did they do it? How did how did they make these things on the side of a mountain? So I looked it up. And the information isn't, it's not a lot of information, but it's enough to understand what their means was and how everything was actually done. So there is, there was almost no wood in the desert, right? Where did you find wood I mean, in the desert? I've seen pictures of Petra. I don't think there are trees. Yeah. Right. So correct. how can something like this be made out, uh, will be made without some type of wooden scaffolding, right? So do they like dangle? Do they repel? So they started from the top and carved downward, right? So they climbed all the way to the top of this mountain, and they worked their way down. They cut a ledge in the cliff face, placed some pins and a couple planks of wood that they got from the imports and exports that were coming out, and they created platforms. Once they were done with that floor, they placed the platform one floor down and carved again, erasing the holes where the pins were previously placed, and so on and so on. Fucking genius. Halfway down, the debris from carving... Do you know what this is? Hmm. First window washers. <laughs> Boom. That's <laughs> true. So halfway down, the debris from, from the carving formed a ramp on which the carvers would walk and had no need for, for, for the platform anymore. Huh. I love it. I know. So if you see, like, a lot of the photos of their homes on the side of the mountain, there are these, like, I don't, like, I'm, I guess just stone walkways. Yeah. Those stone walkways were made from the debris of all of their carvings. 
Clever. I thought that was really fucking cool. I'm always wondering about, like, how, like just like the Egyptian pyramids. I'm like, how did they do it? What's going on? So I'm going to talk a little bit about some pop culture, right? So I already mentioned before that um, you'll see... I mean, see Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Arabian Nights, Mortal Kombat, and uh, The Mummy Returns and Transformers and everything, and then the video games of, like, in Lego Indiana Jones and Spy Hunter. But what's funny is that I looked up a little bit more about my favorite movie, which is the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah, I was say, so, Robin, <laughs> real talk. Let right? me get into it. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Why are you sitting here tonight talking about weird old history stuff? Because I wagered, I would bet you are here because of the Indiana Jones series. Absolutely. That that is that what piqued your interest in weird history and in anthropology, archaeology, and, and yeah. anthropology? Yeah. yeah, yeah. When I when I was a kid. I had two dreams, right? I had my first dream was during the holiday season, Christmas and Thanksgiving, I wanted to be Rocket. And then all the rest of the year I was gonna be Indiana Jones. Gotcha. That was it. Yeah. It was seasonal. There you go. It was seasonal. You had I'm seasonal good. dreams. I'm good for two months, which if I was if I was gonna be a professor, that would be the break anyway. True. True story. And then I go back to work and I go excavate in the yeah. world, finding treasure. So now we're gonna talk about your favorite. And one of my favorites, but Robin's all-time favorite, <laughs> Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Here we go. So several scenes in Indiana Jones were filmed at Petra. The movie's fictional canyon of the crescent moon was modeled on the eastern entrance of Petra. The film's climatic scenes where Harrison Ford and Sean Connery burst from the sick and walk deep into the labyrinths of the treasury in their quest for the Holy Grail. But in reality, the treasury is nothing more than a facade with a relatively small hall once used as a royal tomb. The treasury is what is considered the most popular attraction, said to be about 2,000 years old. Robin, boner killer. (laughs) I know, but I just love the imagination of it. Boner killer. A giant urn carved above the entrance of the treasury bears the marks of hundreds of gunshots. Bedouin tribesmen living in and among the ancient ruins say the damage was caused by local men who opened fire with rifles seeking the loot thought to be inside the urn. I mean, sure. Why not, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, here's this giant thing on, like, why not, like, try to shoot it and see if, like, coins will pop out? What is this? Like, it's like Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> like, what? It's like a terrible video game. <laughs> no, it's like the Lego games, right? You keep on hitting all these boxes and things might come out or not. There you go. Lego Indiana Jones, based on real history. And Petro was in the Lego Indiana Jones. That's what I mean. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Based on legit history. Yeah. So Where people shot an urn to try to get the yeah, treasure out of so it. So the urn was actually made of stone, so they didn't do much damage. No, and it's not like it was hollow and full of gold coins that were just in gems that no, were going to come raining no. down. Once they kept on shooting and realized that it wasn't hollow, that it's a full <laughs> half, like a crescent size, just carving what, of an urn. At they're what like, point, oh, it's empty. Oh, fuck. At what point do they realize that when it's <laughs> solid, that yeah. they're doing no damage? Mm-hmm. I guess hundreds of bullets it took to yeah, realize. Yeah, they said it's a lot. I'm guessing those guys... Not the smartest. No, probably not. The smartest. You know, they were not clever enough to figure out how to carve things in the sides of mountains. Can you, can you believe that? So Petra is one of the evidences to mankind 
that the Middle East was, after all, the most influential region of the world in the Middle Ages and continues to hold secrets that have not yet been revealed. Can't believe there's 85% of it we haven't found. I know. Let's get to excavating people. Let's do it. <laughs> they're working on it. and I, I want to see this shit. I think their most concern right now is trying to keep it alive. I know, but I want to see the other stuff too. I mean, I, preservation is key, of course, but I want to see the new stuff. I know, I know, but technology is so much better than it was in the 1800s, so they're working on it. And I mean, they just uncovered something brand new in 2016, so there's no, there's no real, like knowledge of what's to come yeah what else what what, like what are they going to unearth because the treasury as magnificent as it is is probably not the only thing that's been buried under all the sand even the most magnificent of the things i am ready to see some cool shit and i'm also wondering if they the more that they uncover things the more treasure they'll find because it was such a trading hub they had silk there they had gold there they had just all these these people the people that the people didn't like just die and go extinct. Their people left. They left. So they took their good shit with them. Mm-hmm. People are not leaving behind. So there might be treasures in the sense of archaeologic finds that tell about the culture, you know, in terms of like pottery, fabrics, um, you know, housewares. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you're going to find like billions of dollars worth of treasure because like why would they leave that shit there? Because like that shit was worth something then too. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And if a place is abandoned, in, like, an organized manner, they're going to take the good stuff with them. Well, it's some evidence w- did show that thieves were there, but I think it was just— I mean, of course, thieves not, are always going to come and try to uh, find they things. They can't take everything with them. You right. know, unless they exactly. go and come back, there's always going to be something left exactly. behind. Okay. So, the city of Petra, just another notorious narrative. Have a show idea? Send it on over to us along with any questions, comments, or corrections to notoriousnarratives at gmail.com. You can follow us on our Instagram at Notorious Narratives and Twitter at Notorious Tales. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Every review helps other listeners to find us. Thanks so much.